I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip. No, more like journey with Rowan. Out the script, we don't. Close enough. All right, before we get into that, I think that was pretty synced on my end. <laughs> okay, because for all those, for all those, for all those that don't know, I'm in the UK and Sebastian's in the US. Uh, you can fight in the comments about if there's not really comments on Spotify. You can fight between well, yourselves. Those comments on Apple countries better. <coughs> UK. Who said that? Oh no! There's definitely uh, there's there's two people over here that you know go UK over US. I don't, I don't even got anyone on your end. Um, so what we do is is that we have to sort of sync ourselves by clapping, and I'm sort of like I'm watching Sebastian on this sort of video. You know, welcome to the show. Everybody. Sort of video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sort of video. Like, you know, WhatsApp WhatsApp call because you know we don't like Zoom in this house. <laughs> like quarantine started, mm-hmm. right? Let me like just before we get in, just before we get into the show, quarantine started, and like there was an app over here called House Party. I think it was owned by Epic. Like you can fact check me on this, or you know you can yell at me. It's like, yeah, you got it all done. <laughs> um, but it was like it was over here, and apparently it was like it was stealing data, yeah. and then and then Zoom came out, and you, you have to pay for Zoom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have to pay. You have to pay. You have to pay for the. Because you're doing one-on-one of, things, and then but know, like being, who's doing one-on-one? Being able. to... Being able to talk to your friends, like uh, I, you know, there was many birthday parties on Zoom, and sort of, you know, if we can't go out to the pub and drink, we'll together get, and drink alone, you know, we'll, but not alone. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get you know you know six bottles of you know shitty lager and pretend we're in a pub. You know, we'll play music that no one likes, and you know we'll play loud like sort of dinner party yeah. movies you hear in movies when they've got when they they've, they it's like oh crap, we need to sound design this this shit. <laughs> Just get something from some school. They've always got sound libraries. Um, <laughs> Nifer. <Knifer>. Oh. <laughs> the amount of times I heard the same dinner party noise in movies from mm-hmm. school, I was like, yep, I know exactly where you got that from. But um, and like, all I think about is like, Skype was here, WhatsApp was here, even FaceTime was here, yep. bro. Even Messenger, you can video yeah, time you Messenger. They're like, hello, hello, hello. You know, we've been allowing group calls for years. Why are you paying for Zoom? It just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, it's, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up to say that it's almost like opportunistic. It saw this like, oh, phew, there's a need for people to get together. Maybe we can do it. But there's all these other platforms. Yes. But Zoom. Are you, oh. Are you... Uh, Zoom. Are you saying Zoom, Zoom, RKO'd the video oh, absolute, oh, messaging absolutely. software out, 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 out of nowhere? nowhere Possible on out of nowhere. <laughs> is that a uh, is that an Easter egg to what the next episode might be about? Oh my god, foreshadowing and a whole heap of foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. Um, I uh, hope Ryan Reynolds um, has a good time with his family whilst he takes a rest off. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Off filming the man, the man has been busy. Yep. Deserves a rest. See, I remember when Leonardo DiCaprio took one after uh, Wolf of Wall mm-hmm. Street. You know, it's 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 funny because you you see Reynolds come out saying he's gonna take a sabbatical right after Michael Caine's like, "Oh, I'm retiring." No, no, I'm not. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Who am I supposed to believe here? Ryan Reynolds is taking a sabbatical until Marvel go, here's a bucket of money. We need Deadpool. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's that's when Ryan Reynolds makes this like sort of Instagram video of him opening up the wardrobe. And it's just a wardrobe of like Deadpool mm-hmm. suits. But I mean the guy is busy. <laughs> Hang on, I need to turn myself down. I'm 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 clipping according to my zoom. Uh, no. I'm sorry if I'm a bit if I've been a bit loud up until no now. Apparently I'm still clipping. Bugger off everyone. <laughs> Ah, uh, that'll do it. Hello, everyone. Better? Welcome to the show. Right, right. With that being said, uh, welcome to Freeboarding with uh, this is Sebastian. Hello. Say hi, Sebastian. Hello. And this is Ed. Say hi, Ed. Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be primarily focused on uh, NFL, really, because um, uh, some dipshit called John Gruden decided to. I don't know. Fantasize what he was what he was doing with women and cheerleaders in emails with a bunch of other head coaches at the time. It's just like I mean, I don't. I've the first thing I want to say about that is that West Wing knew this shit was happening way back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin is he's like the Simpsons. He he force he foresees some shit because. There's episodes in the West Wing where they do the same thing. They literally hire people to go into people's emails, go into people's trash, and just find, you know, the you know, just find the the tin of beans, Mm -hmm. the half tin of beans that haven't haven't yet been cooked. And it's like, oh, I've got half tin of beans here, and it, you know, everyone's at the dinner table wanting a spoonful. 
And one person says it, and then and then apparently, you know, the Times knew about it, the Washington Post knew about it. It's like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> My whole thing with this whole fucking situation, it's like, it's not. I am in no way defending the fucking guy. I think he's a he's a piece of shit. I don't think no, he can. you can't. I don't think but, you can. He, he like he's he's dead to rights. Oh no, absolutely. But it gets back to like you were saying, you know, these people going through your emails and going through trash and going to find something that shit makes me uncomfortable like i don't i don't have i don't have crazy shit to hide or anything like that you know i mean hell the the, the craziest thing that i have is when you and i email we send ourselves the word titties and it's misspelled Oh, yeah, like, so if you, if anyone ever looks for our emails, the, the FBI agent currently looking yeah. at our emails, by the way. He probably la- he probably laughs along with us. He probably looks forward to the moments he reads emails between us. We're creative us. with it. Oh, oh, guys, guys, it's the, these two dipshits are sending emails between each other again. He's like, come look, come look what they do. They misspell titties. <laughs> these guys are fucking idiots. In all hindsight, we should probably, we should probably should stop. In hi- yeah, we probably, um, but we won't. We'll pro- I mean, I, again, it, it we are nowhere near the level of this fucking guy. I mean, me and Sebastian are pretty big people, so who knows? We could be talking about our own titties. Exactly. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of Sam Rockwell from Galaxy Quest. You can't go out there. You can't prefer. You don't know. <laughs> we need a soundbite of Sam Rockwell going, You don't know. <laughs> But yeah, back back mm-hmm. um, back to the NFL. Like the reason I want to speak about this with you is because you you actually had to go away and do some research for this episode, yep. right? Mm-hmm. You you like you, as as someone who isn't, I, would you say I got you into the NFL pretty much? Oh, absolutely. I I didn't I didn't really acknowledge. I I knew the NFL was a thing, but I'm a wrestling fan. Foreshadow, foreshadow, foreshadow. <laughs> But you know, for you and I, I wanted, I obviously, I wanted to get you to watch it. And the concession, the deal was, if you watched it, I had to watch the NFL. So you know, and then we lived together for a year, and in the fall, every fucking Sunday, the games were on, so we watched it, and I got into it. You know, I, I enjoyed the game. I, you even got me my first fucking football jersey. I mean, it's a little dated now because it's a Philip Rivers one, but you know, it's there. <laughs> Gregor Traitorelli by a day. <laughs> it's uh, every, every Sunday, like, like I don't watch football. Like, I would, yeah, I watch football religiously. But when someone gives me like actual stats or from like a game, unless I've, unless I, unless I've gone away to sort of see that game myself, I don't really know about it because as much as I know is as much as. I hear from seven hours of commercial free football from the legend Scott Hansen himself, uh, you know, over at NFL Red Zone. Honestly, if, if 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 NFL has been something you've wanted to get into, we're not sponsored, by the way. We, you know, I don't think anyone is. Um, but like, if if football is something, it's like I don't know this, but I want to get to know this. But all I've heard is that it's like you know, if there's an injury, there's a commercial. In between the quarters, there's a commercial. At the two-minute warning in the first half and the second half, there's a commercial. The in in between in between the two halves, there's commercials. You know, there's always commercial breaks, and even even when there's like just like a ten-second little promo, mm-hmm. you'll hear one of the commentators like for Fox, like "Come join us on Fox, where we're probably about to cancel your best favorite show." <laughs> like, 
like it's like any time they have that there's that you know that because that's how the nfl makes most yeah, of its abs- money i bet i have no doubt um but but like like nfl red zone every sunday during football season is seven hours commercial free and all you see is the best bits and that's how you got into football because all you saw was all you saw was football yep and if a game wasn't having interesting football changed to another game you, we weren't watching it went to it. another game <laughs> so god god forbid you ever see any of a seahawks game in in the six in the six o'clock window because those games are it's just funny you're saying this as a seahawks fan <laughs> oh, oh i yeah i'm a seahawks fan but i fucking hate this <laughs> well there goes and i say that as a fan. there goes that sponsorship deal <laughs> but like back to the main story good luck editing this later oh that'll be fun um (laughs) is that if if you if you didn't know um gruden uh, a few weeks ago or last week uh had his emails leaked in which sort of this whole story was revealed that gruden and bruce allen head coach of the washington redskins now washington football team at the time were sort of having these sort of orgies with like cheerleaders pretty much mm-hmm. and like they were sort of bragging about it over emails um and no one thought to to delete anything they thought they were safe you know but that that's just it just goes to show 2021 with how big you know social media is and just how you know if you are in a position of power and that's the point i want to i put forward if you're in a position of power you you kind of have to be looking over your shoulder part of your part of your daily life is looking over mm-hmm. your shoulder you know i if if you are in a if you are in a position of power you, you like you can't not sort of think about crap you know when facebook first came out i was at college and i was a bit of a mouthy gobshite mm-hmm. you know you got you, you know it's like I think it was um just to divert a little bit. It's like some someone um a Call of Duty pro uh, said something uh to a t- uh, replied to a tweet the yep. other day and then immediately deleted and then a sort of a prominent Call of Duty sort of news source on Twitter was like, did anyone happen to catch what he said? And it was twenty people had screen capped, and I I just wanted to reply to each one of them. It's like, how did you know to screen cap this? Did you just did you do it because that you know that you know you didn't know he was going to delete his tweet? So what made you it was like oh this 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 pro player has said this tweet let me screen cap it in a just in case situation mm-hmm. that is is it was mind boggling bro and you know you just got to think that Gruden went from being Super Bowl winning head coach to commentator for. God knows how many yeah. years, and then and then he if he got he, I think he got back the Raiders job. He was the head coach of the Raiders, got fired, went to commentating, then came back, and you know this whole time he was he thought he thought he was safe, and it's not just Gruden. There's you know Deshaun Watson still running around out there that before this season started was I think he was I'm not going to say the exact number because I'll definitely get this wrong but he was in the top five paid quarterbacks coming into this season. Did you know that? No, nah, no idea. No, no the, the the top paid quarterback is Patrick Mahomes of of course. Um, uh, in the top five mm. coming into this season, uh, Deshaun Watson 
for the Houston Texans. And then there's this whole thing that um, he was sexually abusing ther- um, massage therapists. Now, before we go any further with that one, that is a innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the like I'm pretty sure Deshaun is allowed to play until his actual court mandate, which isn't for another few months, I believe. I think it's not even until next year. Um, so if he does come back to play, especially for the Houston Texans, they do need a sign of life. But what what drives people to sort of you know in the point of the in the point of the topic what drives these people in this position to ab- abuse their position almost like sh- surely if you want you know, physical physical sexual interaction for someone like Gruden Deshaun Watson legally it, it's not that hard tinder is a thing you know, you go go to go to a club, link you know, link up link up with some link up with some hottie. I think it goes back to what you mentioned. You know, the, like these people in positions of power. You know, you get to that point, and then you think, "Oh fuck, I've conquered the world." You know, this is it. It, it creates that sense of like, "Yeah, I'm fucking untouchable. I can do anything. I can do whatever the hell I want. Everyone's just gonna look at me, see what I've done, and." No one's going to say a damn thing, but if the, but it's like those days are quickly melting away. You know, those the days of like, oh, I'm untouchable. No, you're not. You're it's literally you burying yourself. He was being he's being brought down by his words, words that he sent, you know, whatever. Yeah. Emails, emails, bro. Emails from years ago. And, and it's not like they're, you know, subtle emails like this dude went in like he chose um i mean like i i have i have stuff open right here and like i'm, yeah, I'm not give us, give us some give us some references so like he goes on to call yeah uh, the commit you know roger goodell the commissioner of the nfl he calls him a fag and stuff like that you know he uses a lot of homophobic homophobic slurs you know he a lot of racist stuff and, it, and and it's just like again it goes back to thinking you're untouchable and thinking you can just say all this stuff without any consequence that's consequence of knocking, bro. Oh, uh, do you want to get that, or should I get that? Uh, I think I think Gruden got it already. Oh, Gruden got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we can stay, we can we can stay here. Yeah, we're good. No, we're good. Because if it wasn't consequence, it was my Uber Eats. So that's about two hours late, but we don't talk about that. Did you ca- happen to catch the um the SNL sketch that they did about this? No, I didn't. We can't. We don't really get SNL over here. Well, we like they used to they used to have a YouTube, but since they've opened up that uh, streaming service, Peacock, I think it's called. We don't get Peacock over here, and the first thing NBC did is like, oh, we don't need YouTube anymore. So my only my only way to watch like, and I found this out because as I was writing a script the other day, I wanted to show uh, a few friends my ins- like the inspiration for a certain scene, which was uh, the classic. Hang on. Gotta get into gotta get into mode here. When Bruce Dickinson says we need more cowbell, well, I want to give him more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> and you type that scene into YouTube, and and if you can find that sketch, there isn't a uh, like a I, I don't know like a, a memed TikTok musical recreation 
that just makes Ugh. you want to slowly die inside. That TikTok Jesus. is still a thing. Rest, rest in peace, Vine. We 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 still believe in you. Um. <laughs> Whatever happened to Vine too? It became talk, TikTok. We don't we don't talk about it. I, I I think me saying we don't talk about it. That's gotta be. That's gonna be a thing. That's gonna, that's gonna be my catchphrase. We don't talk about it. Um, it's like, oh, it was uh, it was, mate. I I I love American TV shows. You you know me. Like I yeah. I was I was at home in America. Um, mm-hmm. so I you know, we watched all that stuff, but SNL is one of those. It's, it's very hit and miss. But yeah, um, for, for everyone in, on my side of the pond, tell us about this SNL sketch, Sebastian. So it was like you know a press conference. Gruden was being asked about his emails, you know this and that, and he, you know he came out. The idea was he was coming out to introduce the new head coach of the Raiders, okay. and then you know, and then a different actor would come on, and he was you know the new head coach. And like playing and Gruden, by had- the way. It's it's a new guy, a new uh, cast member. Okay, it wasn't the 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 like sort of the daily weekly host. Oh no no no! This was their cold open. This was like uh, this is how uh, they okay. opened the show. Uh, so okay. so he comes on, he does his thing, and then another guy comes on. He's the new head coach, and then the idea is like it's just a revolving all these new coaches. Someone has something come out, so they gotta resign. <laughs> and it's it, it, it's you know it, it's exactly what it is now you know the more people you step into that seat you step into a seat where you have all this power all this fucking prestige behind you that fucking microscope is going to get put on you the second you take that seat that's but that microscope gets put on you and if there is anything your ass is grass yeah even i even i even i'm worried like even i'm looking back at my my instagram my you know, my Facebook, my Twitter. I know it's it's mm-hmm. delusions of grandeur to think so, but I think, you know, even people who aren't in positions of power are, are also mm-hmm. scared. Like, you know, you, you don't want to be shunned by your friends and family for something you've put online. It, you know, just you know, if if my idol, if my idol can get, you know, can be brought down like mm-hmm. s- like so fast, like in the blink of an eye, people went to bed, they woke up, and Gruden was gone. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a whole stadium, Vegas stadium of fans for the Raiders woke up one morning and Gruden was gone. And unless you go, and, and le- unless unless you go to like some, you know, dive bar in Vegas where Gruden is currently spending all of his money drinking Shockwave or something, it's shot top. <laughs> You know, it's, you know, it's funny. You, you know, on Facebook, you get those occasional like, oh, on this day, you posted this. And I see that and I see some of my older posts and I just come off as just so fucking whiny. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I do that week. I do that weekly. And like, I, I look at these things and I, I remember thinking to myself, like, God, I really thought I was being so nuanced Fun, funny. and like... <laughs> It, not, not even funny like these are like, like these deep thoughts i'm doing air quotes right now uh, sebastian thoughts S- sebastian edgelord <laughs> <laughs> and like you know you have these like these all these deep thoughts and like these really philosophical way of thinking and i look at him now it's like jesus christ <laughs> i pray no one sees this because like i i can't stomach this <laughs> I just sound so. I sound like such a dick. I'm about. I'm about to go to bed, laughing my ass off, scrolling through your Facebook, bro. 
I'm, I'm a screen. I'm a screen cap all the best ones, and just every now and then, oh. when you when you least suspect it, you know, you pop up to me. It's like you're not having the best day. It's like just remember, if you're not having the best day now, you a few years ago thought this was a good idea to post. <laughs> you it'll son it'll of a bitch. it'll be okay. <laughs> but I think back um, trying to always you know we can diverge but we've always got to try and sort of bring ourselves come back, back yeah we're still learning we're very new to the podcast scene do bear with us um mm-hmm. me and smashing are very good friends we just find it easy to just riff on shit you know that's what this whole idea yeah. was was about um and we both write comedies and we're like you know we can try and be funny for the masses um whether it's working or not there's comedy in everything like there's 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 comedy in this too like it's there's, obviously there's, you know there's comedy in my life that it's in existence mate but we don't talk about that um <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's like gonna be turned of, into a drinking you gotta, game you gotta have like a ding counter ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like um podcast sins edward says um we don't talk about that too many times in this scene <laughs> ding <laughs> And then on the other hand, Ed is not saying we don't talk about we don't talk about that in this scene. Ding, <laughs> ding. Because <laughs> um, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is like I think that is one of the sort of sub points to put that you know people in positions of power are always being sort of looked upon. People in the limelight, in the zeitgeist, you know. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you can't not talk about this situation and mention Harvold Weinstein. Um, you know, don't, don't want to say the full name because then we'll get blacklisted on Spotify. But you know who I'm talking about. And then um, I don't know. That's like it, it sounds like very much like Harvey Feinstein, and I'm pretty sure he's an actor. So we need to make a little more of a distinction. <laughs> uh, um, Kovon Sposi as well. Um, you know, the, the, these these very prominent people. And at a t- when I was acting, you know, I, I'll i be honest here, Kevin Spacey was someone who I looked up to. Um, like, yeah. before I saw Old Boy, American Beauty was my favorite movie. And now I'm even scared to tell people when I've watched a Kevin Spacey movie, sometimes it'll happen accidentally. I watched 21 a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, crap, Kevin Spacey's in this movie now. Am I allowed to watch this? Like, that's that's what I'm thinking. And like... But then there's also that sort of subsection of, and I think he might be in this, in this box alone. James Gunn, like mm-hmm. shit went down with him a few years ago for uh, for an yeah. old for an old tweet he sent, and he was like he was un- unapologetic about it until he did apologize after he lost the the Marvel job. But then DC yeah. DC were like, I mean, if he's free, we'll we'll take him. And then Marvel's like, well, then we want him back. They were like, the, uh, Marvel and DC are like five-year-old kids. Where, like, foreshadow, if, foreshadow, if, foreshadow. If, if there's, if there's, <laughs> if there's like, it, if there's an actor or a director that one of them likes and like they get dropped, the other one will pick it up. The other one will be like, oh, I wasn't done playing with him yet. <laughs> Literally happened with me and my brother, like when we're playing on the N64. My brother would finish a level mm-hmm. of Goldeneye and I'd be like, it's my turn. And my brother's like, I'm not finished playing. But it's like, we said, you know, we'll swap every other level. It's like, yeah, but I'm not done playing. It's like, mm. <laughs> not that me and my brother are Marvel in DC, but like, you get, you, you know, you get the point. Like, yeah. they're, they're little children <laughs> with toys. But like, much, J- yeah. James Gunn sort of, you know, 
he he has to wake up every morning and go and and thank someone something i don't know if the man is i don't know if he's religious you know i'm not going to presume but like he, he has to thank someone or something that he's still allowed to create art i would say and i think also it comes into like into the way it varies based on you know what's said or what's done like you look at a like if we, if we shift the, this this little focus to the world of stand-up you have kevin hart who was you know who in some of his stuff you know he made not the most politically correct terms about you know being gay or whatever like he was saying like if his son was gay you know yeah it was, he, it was he, that, that stuff it was no and, shut it shut it down that's gay exactly and then you know, he lost he lost hosting the oscars for that to the point to the point where Oscars no longer has a host now. Mm-hmm. That's that's how scared the Oscars are of getting a host. They don't want controversy. They, they don't. You know, they're, they're already controversial enough. You know, yeah. a four hours a four hour snooze fest of rich people giving other rich people, people. awards. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you spend all the, you spend all this money to make this to make this movie. Well, here have more and a statue to go with it. <laughs> and then on the flip like you you see like you know you you have kevin hart but then you have like a louis ck and he did he, he he did shit so it comes to that thing versus doing shit versus saying shit and either way there's mm. there's um you know there's a level of punishment that comes with each and it varies obviously based on that it, you know with with Hart, he bounced back relatively quick you know he lost the oscars hosting gig fuck it he's still one of the biggest comedians actors superstars in the world louis ck bottom he's like he's got to he has to he's got to rebuild he's he's in he's in the same bar with gruden bro Mm -hmm. Uh, with 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 harvey weinstein and kevin spacey they're all in the same bar (laughs) exactly and and that's what i'm saying like you you know because you know we were talking about james gunn yeah again it's for him it's he said something was it the best thing for him to say probably not but he bounced back and you know he's he the suicide squad was fucking amazing you know he's got the new guardians lined up for himself and and i feel like that's something we and peacemaker and peacemaker and you know that's something we also have to take into account with this kind of stuff you know yes there's a level of punishment that goes with everyone everyone's actions is going to have you know a reaction or or some something like that you know and with gruden you know he said a lot of stuff that was really bad really rough and you know he's he's paying the price for it i think you've got to look at this as way like i ch- this sort of like forgive me if this thought sort of barrels off into something pointless and useless um i, f- I think you got to look at it as like not celebrities but throughout our entire life there's always people in position of power who are you know you have to sort of be a guiding light for the masses and teachers are in that same position you know at the same time this is like the, you know the news is telling us about gruden actors directors there's all there's you know there's also you know at least once a week in in both your country and mine and i imagine around the world you know teachers abuse uh, you know abuse you know sexually abusing students and you and you just think mm-hmm. you, all that comes to my mind is how dare you yeah you, you are in, you you are you have been graced with this position to in as a teacher to guide 
the the new lights of the world and then you also have on the other end of the spectrum the celebrities who are who are there to provide an an escape for people nfl is in a, you know every sunday it's an escape i you know i could have mm-hmm. you know i could have the world's worst monday and all i say to myself is you know what next sunday there's football mm-hmm. and from september to the first week in february i'm like yes and you know and then even after february like the first thing i do i'll put a timeline on my phone when does the nfl start again uh, but at, at what point do 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 the masses sort of say enough is enough if i can't trust my teachers if i can't trust my escape then uh i'm i'm done with it and and i feel like that's you know especially with everything that's been going on you know you you need that escape you, you know, you dive into your Netflix, yeah. you dive into your Hulu, you dive into all these different things for just a, l- Sport, a little bit. Education. Edu- education, escape. That's the thing. It's just it's just getting your head, focusing on something that makes you feel better. And if, you know, you can't even fucking do that, how are you supposed to get by? Yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, like, like, you know, like the amount of fear... You know, some people have. I, you know, I don't really want to beat around the bush here, but like the the fear the LGBTQ community have, mm-hmm. almost on a daily basis, the fear some females must have on a daily basis. Like, you know, look at the seventies. You know, uh, like you know, on both in both our countries, there was so you know there were so many serial killers that were targeting females. Mm-hmm. To the point where it was, you know, females aren't allowed to go outside alone. Like, why aren't the females outside, like, allowed to go out alone? Why, why not lock up the males? They're the ones, you know, they're the ones doing mm-hmm. these horrible, disgusting, unspeakable things. And it, it, it's not, it's not serial killer, but like the, you know, it's not serial killing, but like the word serial, I think, still maintains there is a serial problem mm-hmm. with you know people in positions of power sort of uh you know i don't i don't want sex legally i you know you know people people want people want me not the other way around so i'm yeah. going to give them what i think they want it's like no they don't bro don't take don't take them idealizing you as a celebrity as your window to sort of abuse that and mm-hmm. then on the other end on the, on the other end you know if you have you know most of what Gruden was doing was like his opinions on things. Like we all speak about people, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we may say, we may say stuff as a joke and then, you know, you go home and someone sends you a message like, Hey, you know, you said that joke earlier and I was laughing, but I, you know, it wasn't funny for me. I was like, then, then say so. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know, no, I know that's easier to say than it is to actually do. Cause when you're in the group mentality, you want to sort of, you know, if everyone else is laughing, it's like it's gonna. You know, there'll there'll always be that one person who's had a few too many drinks. It's like, you know, having a good time, mate. Not having a laugh. It's like, well, you know, don't call them out, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, if you do have your if you do have your opinion, like, I don't even want to say there's a time and place for it. We've got to, you know, if like there's a message to this episode, in you got to start calling your friends out. People call me out. A, a a couple of um you know you were you were there early earlier in the year when people called me out with my drinking problem and what did I what did I do I don't have a drinking problem anymore and I'm I'm proud to say that 
because my friends stuck by me rather than you know they had every ample opportunity to say nope see you later yeah you know you, you've made you've made one too many mistakes and we don't think you're going to get any better so you know if you want to keep drinking you know send your life down the shitter you're more than welcome to but we're not going to watch you whereas there were said like what you know what we ended up doing was if it looks like i'm making an ass out of myself then you know to say hey ed maybe maybe slow it down a bit and they never had to because i kept myself under watch yeah you know i watched i watched what i was drinking you know i started looking at you know alcohol levels I, I thought it's like oh this is beer you know this won't get you as pi- as pissed as much as vodka there are some beers out there right now from craft breweries that are thirteen point five percent. That's strong, yeah. That's stronger than some wine, bro. I know that's fucking crazy. And like I, I'd wake up in the morning after having a couple of cans of those, and I'd be like, I feel fine. I shouldn't have. That was the that was the whole point. We need to start calling people out. What people should have done in Gruden's emails was a Gruden. Shut the fuck up. Knock the shit off. Yeah. Knock knock the shit off. And and you can do it you can do it yourself. You know, you know, reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, before you before you tweet, think about like, am I in an emotional state? If your answer is yes, do not tweet. You know, do I have a an opinion on something <clears throat> that a lot of people won't share with me? Yeah. Do not tweet. You are more than welcome to say I am a Republican online, because there's many Republicans. You are more than welcome to say you are, you know, um, a liberal or a, a Democrat. Everyone has, you know, over here. To- um, you more than welcome, more than welcome to vote Tory, Labour, the Green Party. That you know, vote mm. for who you want to vote for, not yeah. to who, not for who tells you to vote for. But when you're online, or when you're on your emails, and you're and you know you're in a position of power where someone might be watching you you we need to start being better in mm-hmm. every form not just social media even with our texts yeah you know look, look, the iCloud leaks in the uh, in the early in the early um 2010s yeah that was that was that was uncool that that was that was that was, that was uncool that was iCloud yeah. you know something people trusted and i think ever since i don't have iCloud sync on my phone on my mac because of that well, I never had it. I never trusted it. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even famous. I'm not even in a position of power. But I'm still scared of these things because, in people in positions of power, had those things sort of ma- like made redundant. Your safety. Your your safety precautions made redundant. So you need to start. We need to start being. You need to start being careful, with, like with with what you say, and with what with what you do. I I personally have just I've never trusted clouds. Like you see them, they're all white and fluffy, and then all of a sudden <laughs> Boom, they're dark rain. and gray, and you're just like, you were white and fluffy a second ago, and now you're just pissing all over me with your rain. The fuck, bro. <laughs> but I I I I don't know. I I guess I'm preaching to the choir here. Like the, everything I've just said is a, a you know, yeah, you know, you can say that shit, but you know you know look at you it's like i am you know i'm very honest with myself i know i've had some very poor opinions on things uh, there's many a time mm. where i've gone to tweet something and i've you know i've sort of just i've stopped and i just said or uh, what i've actually said to myself i say this every single time you know when i'm trying to voice an opinion on something 
I just said, mm-hmm. who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, if more people did that, <laughs> if more people did that, Twitter won't. Like Twitter wouldn't be the the toxic fucking wasteland. I'll tell you, that it what, is. I'll tell you what, Sebastian. After this podcast, every celebrity is about to change their change their ways, bro. Oh, I have no doubt. We've, we've unlocked the keys <laughs> to the kingdom, man. This is the good Pandora's box. This is the good Pandora's box. Come listen to this podcast and change your life. No, like this isn't like it is. You know, we've got to be realistic here. This problem's going to persist. Oh yeah. There's some people. I bet you there's some people in the NFL who were close to Gruden who haven't been caught out yet, who are shitting, oh, absolutely. Are shitting I no themselves. I, I honestly, yeah. Like, and, and it's annoying too, because it's like, you're saying all, you're saying all these things, you have all these opinions and that's fine. You know, if you want to, you want to speak it out, go ahead. But there is, there is a right way and a wrong way of saying something. You know, you can go about saying, giving your opinion without insulting someone. You can give your opinion without you know, defaming someone. You can give your opinion without the intention of hurting someone. It's it is very, very fucking possible to do that. But the people that choose to go the way, you know, to go the way of Gruden, to go the way of all these other fucking people who just who have no regard for how these people are going to feel or what they're going to think of the person in general, and to just say all this hurtful, hate-filled shit is ridiculous because think, you're and like you said earlier, thinking they're unstoppable. Exactly, like you're you're. If you are capable of writing all of this shit down, you're choosing these words. Yeah. It's a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. It's not, a, oh, I made, I made a mistake. No, you chose to do that. You had the opportunity to go a different way, and you said, no, this is the right way for me. Fine. That was the right way for you. But now that right way has come back to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... I'm not saying there was a good way to do what Gruden did, but you know, with the whole Roger Goodell is the the F, the F word. So I don't really want to say that. It's not a very nice word, but like it, it, no, it was so much. Like there was another path of just Roger Goodell's a, exactly. Roger Goodell's a fucking idiot. I I I agree with that. Like he's frustrated. Like oh, this guy is frustrating me. This guy is just not. He's you know he's not understand. There's. A million, uh, there's so many words, so many words in the English language that could have been put together in a new new English lexicon is vast Mm -hmm. and wide and ample with, you know, vocabulary that is just beautiful. Yep. You don't need to use destructive words. Ununifying words, you know. How how dare Gruden say what he said mm-hmm. and you know and and be you know be the be the like a voice of anti racism in the NFL knowing what he's done. What what a what a fucking twat. And that's the way you that's the way you do it. John Gu- John Gruden is a fucking twat. And then like uh, you know one of the things that we haven't really talked about and I feel like we we need to touch on is what this does for the Raiders as a team, like you, you like you and I don't think the Raiders as a team bounced back, bro. No, what I what I mean is they beat the they beat the Broncos yesterday. No, what I mean is the perception of them as a team, because like you and I, even when even when they're doing well, one of the first things you and I did together would we I remember we were at City Walk. We saw this. We saw a guy. He was, you know, he, I'm gonna have to turn away because I'm gonna start giggling. Like he, you know, he was coming out of that Raider store that was there, and the first thing we did is Raiders. Because of the perception of, because 
again, I knew nothing about football at the time, but I knew because of, you know, family or whatever, the Raiders, not a good team. And they have this history of fans being fucking dicks. And I saw it firsthand. I was in Vegas, I think, just as the Raiders were coming or going to Vegas. And I was in an Uber and the driver was, we were, I was, I was talking and we were talking about like football fans and this and that's like you Raiders fans. Like, no. Oh, thank God. Like this Uber driver was so thankful that I was not a Raiders fan. And, and it's just that it's that thing, that perception of the team. And this only, I imagine hurts the overall perception of the team. Cause this is, it's the idea is this organization is helping to, you know, breed this kind of hate and contempt and you know the the stupidity that goes along with you know this fucking guy yeah you know like how many people like how many other people are out there looking at the raiders now it's like i mean who else is corrupt inside that compound exactly i mean, I mean I, I, you've got you know you've got you've got derek you got derek carr over there he's he's a very good quarterback i mean he's he's never been in in playoff football you know he's 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 definitely a good quarterback, but he, you know, he must have been close to, he must have been close to Gruden. Like, imagine what he thinks. Like, did I actually ever know the real Gruden? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's Gruden on Sundays where, you know, he's not allowed to swear. You know, he has to be, you know, in interviews, he has to be the pinnacle of a head coach. But in yeah. his free, in his free time, he's this, you know, you know, fear, fear mongering asshole like that's you know that's how two-faced can you be that you know you you know well like you know i don't i don't even know what i'm trying to say it's just like how, how, how you know there's like there's two pete there's two versions mm-hmm. of you in in the same in the same body there's the version that everyone sees and that people loved and got you all these jobs but then there's the real you that has all these hateful opinions that and yeah. then sometimes you know the evil one will just leak just a little bit into the other into the other end and then mm-hmm. you know that's that's it you can't you can't unsay those things that is the main point if you're yep. if you're listening to this podcast and you've ever sent an email or a, a tweet or a facebook message or an instagram message or an you've, you know you've posted something you know that you shouldn't have you can't unsend that that's that's you know you, you've left a trail there mate and it's it's all over you will be found i will find you i will and, find me, and, Seb- and me and sebastian will make a podcast about you and we'll be ha- <laughs> and we'll make jokes while we do it absolutely no doubt i'm, I'm but all for I, it. I i on i honestly hope that this doesn't destroy the raider season because they've had a good start to the season. I don't want this to affect the locker room, so to speak. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that, you know, I imagine they've lost a lot of fans as well. Because it's not it's it's not just fans of Gruden, it's, it's fans of the Raiders. Like, how do I trust this team? Yeah, it, it goes, you know, that's back to what I was saying, you know, the, the perception of the team, you know, it, it just it's just taken another hit. Yeah. Oh, I think we should take a break. Uh, I don't want to take a break. I want to keep going. <laughs> well, I think I think we should take I think we should take a quick break and then come back with a little more 
positive end, a little more fun because like this was I'm, I'm, no this was definitely oh, I, 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 I feel like we've done the, the main bit I, I think we'll come back after the break and we have a bit of bad news and a bit of good news yeah yeah I think so yeah. we're gonna say right. goodbye to a little special something all right so I guess we'll, we'll see you guys in a bit All right, everybody. So last week we introduced "Ain't That Some Shit." Yep. Uh, and me and Sebastian are very sad to announce that "Ain't That Some Shit" is shit. Pretty um, much. <laughs> 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 well, it's, it's it's not that it's shit. It's just I, it just wasn't planned as well. I feel like now we have a better sense of what we want to do with it. But from the from the ashes, the beautiful phoenix that is. Ain't that some shit 2.0? <laughs> Beautiful winged beast. Little, you know, fireworks behind him. Not a eagle for all those American fans out there. In, not even indigenous to your own country. This beautiful feet, you know, fling, you know, looks more like ho as the Pokemon. You know, this beautiful winged monster that is Ain't That Some Shit 2.0. Rather than doing random ass bullshit you know waiting for me and sebastian to scroll up and down google for something funny and relatively interesting to say what we're now going to do is ain't that some shit based upon our topic which is little bat little bits of tidbits of information that we know about nfl sebastian may still need to use google and scroll up and down for something funny and interesting <laughs> but i think i know wow. a few things <laughs> wow way to call me out why would you put me on blast like that because <laughs> i'm watching you right now doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you didn't have to tell them i'm doing it <laughs> now nah, i've got to you know got to create a picture bro <laughs> me and okay, sebastian well. <laughs> are be- beautiful hulking monsters of men just you know abs and chi- you know chiseled out of the finest marble no you know we- we yeah you, you couldn't even fries. get through that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm gonna finish this and probably go upstairs and have a beer. <laughs> hey, I said I'd, I said I stop my drinking problem, not my drinking. The <laughs> <laughs> sooner you get that for your fixed school, the sooner we can get this relationship back on track. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> problem? I don't know. Problem. Um, Just <laughs> give me a beer, man. Inject it into my veins. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so before so before we get into into that, I just I kind I kind of want to get your thoughts. So obviously the Chargers are doing pretty well i for the for those who obviously who don't know i am a chargers fan i am from la i, I am a chargers fan i am a, a seahawks fan i'm i am not a rams fan and this is specifically because of ed yes i i told sebastian there was one team he couldn't well at the time too if he wants to support the other team now he can because they suck um well they they don't it's not that's not very nice for me to say but you know they're not as good as they were. There was two teams Sebastian couldn't support the Patriots because, like, as I was getting into NFL, a bunch of my friends and even my dad did. All of them went to the Patriots, and I was like, "Why?" They follow the you Brady see, train. No, it wasn't like it wasn't the Brady train. None of them followed the Brady train. It was it was that like one of my one of my friends was um you know there was you know there was no other team he knew about mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. All he was seeing was the Patriots, and was like, "Oh, I like this team. I'm going to follow this team." My dad's 
um, and I sort of, you know, I grew to understand that. My dad's version still hurts. You know why my dad supports the New England Patriots? No. Because my, my dad's from England, and England is in the New England Patriots name. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I support the Seahawks because when I was getting into NFL in back in 2013, I was doing my research about teams, and I really liked the New Orleans Saints, and I liked the Seahawks. But then I realized that I didn't see anyone in the New Orleans Saints doing anything for their community in a new orleans that needs people from the nfl to do stuff for their community but don't you know we don't talk about it let's give them a shiny new stadium um it's like oh how you doing over there uh hurricane katrina victims um do you want to come see new orleans science games you know the new mercedes-benz stadium tickets are only 200 dollars. oh you don't have that money oh kel surprise um but you know um i was i i was you know i love this new orleans saints no i don't um <laughs> <laughs> I supported the Seahawks because I was watching Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, uh, Earl Thomas, and Russell Wilson. If they weren't playing football, they were in hospitals. Like they were, they were, they were more on their Instagrams, to, like talking about what they were doing for their community, like doing for the Seattle local community, more than they were about their football. The one time they did talk about football was getting ready for a game and then off-season training. And I was like, that, you know, that that's the right caliber of person I want in a football team. So Jesus. That's why I the Seahawks. Most people, when I tell people I follow the Seahawks, they're like, oh, was it after they won the Super Bowl? Well, yes, it was. But I have my reasons. And when as soon as I tell people, they're like, oh, yeah, I know that too. It's like, oh, did you now? Um, <laughs> See, for me, it, it was you telling me LA has two teams. And I told you, okay, pick one and I'll follow it. <laughs> so I hear <laughs> I hear all the research and the level of commitment to this team that you have. And I'm like, you know what? A or B? <laughs> A or B. I mean, here's <laughs> me shitting on the New Orleans Saints. My friend is a New Orleans Saints fan now. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> No, I like I like I I don't know what it was. I think I it, it was making news over here uh, about Russell Wilson and his his girlfriend, um, his Ciara. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce her name properly. I think I'm sorry. Um, there was like there was controversy about how their relationship started, and mm-hmm. I I was sort of like, oh, let me follow Russell Wilson, and then you know Instagram was like, since since you follow Russell Wilson follow the rest of the Seahawks. <laughs> Whereas like, you know, I chose not to do that for the New Orleans Saints. So backtracking on what I said earlier, maybe New Orleans Saints players were doing stuff for their community, but I just don't think it was as loud as what the Seahawks were doing. Yeah. That's fair. Especially when you 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 know, you see you know, you see Seattle, you see New Orleans and you think, you know, why why isn't you know, Drew Brees and Sean Payton sort of helping to rebuild the, the, the area around New Orleans. It you know you know, there's so many T V shows that like are about decaying communities and the first community that comes to their mind to film in is like, oh we'll set this in New Orleans. And that's a, you know, that's a that that is wrong. 
I think the the the, late, the latest one was uh, Your Honor with Brian Cranston. Uh yeah, I I haven't seen that. That was, that. That, that, was, that was set in New Orleans, and like it, it sort of showed this sort of you know um, class divide almost, mm-hmm. like the very visible class divide that you know you've got the the area around the stadium, but then you also have the areas near where Hurricane Katrina happened. That's like rampant with you know drugs, murder, gangs. You know you get to you, you know kids get to age thirteen and you know you sort of you have to pick which gang you go into. Almost it was. I don't know how accurate some of the information is in Your Honor. Probably not because it's a TV show. But it's like that's all I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's you know as as people in the UK, that's all we see. It was like holy crap. Is that what it's really like in New Orleans? You know it's you know it's funny. It was during the break. We we're like okay, going into this next bit. We're gonna be a little more fun, a little more positive. <laughs> but like, you know, you're, you're talking. This is not fun or positive at all. <laughs> so you uh, do you want to you want to get into? Ain't that some shit? Two point oh. I feel like that's the. Ain't that some shit? Two, I, ain't that some shit? Two point oh. Honestly, that's oh. It's it's a good name for it. I think we should we should run with it. Run with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to call it because we hadn't really discussed it. I knew we discussed the change, just not what to name it. And sort of in my mind, I was like, got to think of something. Got to think of something. Uh-huh. Just stick a 2.0 on it. Fuck it, it works. <laughs> stick a 2.0 on it. Okay. And we're good to go. So uh, so since obviously you know more than I do, I want to see if I can maybe stump you with some of this stuff. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. Um, oh, well, you go first okay. then. Uh, let's see. Um... So... There's um one there's a team that went a full season without winning a single game. I want to see if you know what team that is. Uh, it's um it's a uh, nineteen forty four. Nineteen forty four. Was it? I'm probably just gonna I'm 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 literally guessing here because I'll tell you right now I don't know but I'm sort of thinking about information as as much as i as much as i can um was it the bills nah nah who was it detroit lions detroit lions sorry no wait hold on let me let me i want to fact check since i have it sorry the the 2008 season detroit lions they went uh, at 2008 season they went an entire season without winning a game why do you say 1944 then i misread I'm Googling. Oh, Leave dip, me alone. You, you dipshit. <laughs> 2008. See, like, if you'd said 2008, okay, I would have had a bit. I would have had a bit more of a chance. Would you have? Pardon? Would you have really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, your turn. Which team has played the most games in London? Ah, fuck. To the point where people are now convinced that this team might move to London. They played in. They played in. They played in London yesterday. Oh, I have no fucking idea. I I didn't. I didn't think there were a lot of NFL matches the Jackson, in the UK. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Fucking <laughs> Florida, man. <laughs> they have played in London every season. There's there's been London games. Really? Yep, yep. Jeez, how how do you think they handle that like massive climate change? 
So you went from fucking Florida to the, to London. I don't know. I mean, they didn't really feel it yesterday because they played in the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium that is mm. gorgeous. Like, um, so bit of um, another bit of uh, interesting information here. The, um, the NFL is like the NFL has a bit of a sour spot in uh, in England because the Raiders played in a London game many many moons ago. I can't even ta- I can't even begin to pinpoint the year, but all I know is that after the Raiders played their London game, soon afterwards there was an England game, but mm-hmm. we had horrible horrible weather, um, uh, and the pitch that England played on. We lost. I think England lost the game, and everyone blamed the NFL because of the way the pitch was left. But now the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it literally has you know like pools. They've got these covers that can sort of. Uh-huh. To to cover it and be, you know you can walk over it and you're fine. That's literally what Tottenham Hotspur Stadium has in terms of pitches. Oh Jesus! Under underneath the NFL AstroTurf, being being well kept, lit, m- mowed by a little robotic mower. I'm pretty sure they've got one of the Amazon like a few Amazon robots, and they've just like given them little little lawn mowers. That's all I picture. Little Amazon robots are going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and it's the football pitch, clean, yeah, being being watered, and like you literally watch it, the stadium just retracts, like the NFL astroturf retracts, and then up comes the football pitch, ready for the next Spurs game in a in a, in a few days. Jesus, that's fucking insane. That, like that is like, every, like I imagine Roger Goodell is is looking at that stadium and going, why don't we have that? In, in any of the NFL stadiums, I don't. I think maybe the Raiders stadiums does the same, but they won't ever need football turf, like English football turf. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, right. Se- second piece of information. Come on, hit me. All right. So, do you know the name of the city who's hosted the most Super Bowls of all time? Miami. Motherfucker, yeah. Okay, can you tell me how many they posted? <laughs> oh, damn it! It's because you came uh, at me with me so confidently. Like, okay, there was there was last there was last year that was at Miami. Um, no, not last year. The year before, I think. Yeah, because uh, last year was Raymond James, and you know, congratulations to the Bucks, won in their own home field. That was going to be my second piece of information. I've already told you. Right, my second piece of information was which team, it, which, which which is the only team in the NFL to have won a Super Bowl in their home stadium, and it was the Bucks last year. They did it against the Chiefs. Oh, you didn't even give me um, a chance to guess. I was going to guess <laughs> the Bucks. The Bucks. <laughs> oh, my God, my mind all. <laughs> um, uh, so there was, at least a few years ago, there was one in... Uh, I remember one of them. Because the who the who played the halftime show, and I just remember they you couldn't hear the who sing when they started singing. Um, oh crap! Is it won't get fooled again? That was the CSI Miami soundtrack. Yeah. What? Yeah. So like you know you can't speak about CSI and not you know not know that the who does the. The theme tune for every single CSI, but the the one that was for CSI Miami, the stadium was singing it louder than the Who, and I I just I just thought like that was cool, and like that's when I started watching CSI Miami. After that, um, 
I want to say four. Ten. They've hosted ten, ten Super Bowls. Yep. Hard Rock State. Hard Rock Stadium, bro. Yeah, New Orleans is uh, second. Nine, nine Super Bowls. Is is it, uh, off off your que- off your question? Um, oh no. Which te- Which uh, which prominent team in the NFL wants to host a football uh, a, a Super Bowl but can't? And do you know why? Huh, no, I do not. It is my very own Seattle Seahawks, and we can't because Lumen Field, previously named CenturyLink Field, doesn't have the capacity. Oh, really? Your stadium has to have a certain amount of seats to be able to have a Super Bowl, and the Seahawks stadium, as, like, it is in people's top tens. Like, you can watch uh, TPS on YouTube, uh, NFL, every like, in the in, like, the off-season when they have to keep people, you know, fans of the nfl is like oh did you know that blah 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 you know top 10 of this top 10 of that mm-hmm. and then like sort of some people out there will rank stadiums seahawks is always up there i would i i i would say so it's like in one year i went to see the rams at the, the memorial coliseum uh, i f- i don't think my my ass has ever recovered from like sitting in those seats and then in a few weeks later i went to go to the seahawks the seahawks game um live uh, it, it was gorgeous. We stayed. We stayed. We stayed in. The, we stayed in the uh, the hotel right next to CenturyLink. We could wake. We could wake up like twenty minutes before the game, stumble into the stadium, and there wasn't this whole sort of long winded security check that the Memorial Coliseum had to do. Like you know, if you're in if you're in a certain part of the stadium for the Memorial Coliseum, you have to like sort of walk around the whole fucking thing, man. Like don't even begin. I. The Rams at the Moral Coliseum is like is possibly the worst stadium a football team ever played in. The Memorial Coliseum needs needs renovating. It needs it needs being turned into a museum. It's a it's a fucking relic, bro. Well, I guess it's a good but thing we have the, SoFi now. <laughs> uh, but the Trojans, but the Trojans still play at Memorial Coliseum. Yeah, but they're a college football team. <laughs> uh, you, you know USC. Though I don't think their I think their season's a bit of a dumpster fire now as well. So. I mean, probably because of the Memorial Coliseum. The fans don't want to be there. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was just ass. And then, like CenturyLink, you can either you can either enter at the left or the right. There's one en- there's one entrance. There's no entrance on like every on like every corner of the stadium. Yeah, yeah, you got into the stadium, and if you're on the other side, there was a bit of a walk. But you know what's on the way? Beer, food. <laughs> hey, the only football game I've ever been to was with you at the Rose Bowl, and that was a long fucking walk. We watched Justin Herbert we with did. the Oregon Ducks beat the U- uh, UCLA Bruins, bro. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I still have I st- I, st- I still have that video because um, like we're on the like we're very close to the front, sort of on towards like towards the uh, sort of corner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I even said to you as the game started, to be so great if someone catches a touchdown and sort of like in this end of the end zone. And it literally happened, like, in the last quarter of the game, I think. It's fucking funny, because, like, I remember when I got the tickets, I didn't, I had no idea of, like, placement of, like, stadiums and stuff. We were so close. I had no idea yeah. we were that fucking close. We were, watch- we were watching a lot of action. If action was happening towards that end of the field, we were seeing it. Absolutely. It was great. It was a good game. And, you know, look at Justin, Her- look at Justin Herbert now, like. Bloody hell, he's taking the, ra- you know, Ram, not Rams, he's taking the charges to the Super Bowl. 
I think that's a positive note to end on. Hey, Chargers to the Super Bowl? Oh, oh only. I'm, I'm hoping. They're doing... <laughs> I, got, I got them fingers crossed, bro. <laughs> got them fingers crossed. Just hopefully they don't meet the Ravens again in the conference oh. championship. <laughs> See, I wanted to end on a positive note that you put that shit in my head, and I was just like, you know what? It's, it's fine. It's whatever. It's cool. The Ravens went to town, bro. Let's just put it that way. <sighs> All right. It's fine. It's fine. It's in the past. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not the Seahawks season. <laughs> Two and four. Two and four. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Seahawks fans that have, like, like, like me, who are relatively new, who haven't known the Seahawks to, like, sort of maintain a losing streak. <sighs> Gotta get used to it, bro. No, I... Gotta get used to get it. Used to it. <laughs> Oh, on that note. <laughs> on that note, this has been freeballing. Ah, it's another another one, another good one. I hope your testicles are swaying gently in the breeze now that you're now that you're home, off the uh, off the, off the LA highways. Swaying in the just, breeze. <laughs> just just get just get a wet towel and fix up those swamp nuts, bro. Well, there's an image. <laughs> I mean, you wanted it. You, swamp nuts? I mean, you wanted to paint a picture for people, so I guess it works. Just everyone, everyone, take off your pants and just, <laughs> just let what you got just breathe. breathe. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go upstairs and play games pantless right now. Fuck it. I'm about to win a match on Warzone against some eight-year-old kid with my pants down. And uh, that's where we'll end yeah. It. <laughs> May or may not keep that. I'll play it by ear. All right. Take it easy, everyone. All right, everybody. Come on, man. Come join us on the trip. I'm sorry. Now we're going out the scripts. I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 